0: is Dr. Manny. Welcome to Asylum. This is episode one. The topic is uh, letting go of your excuses. So the idea is that um, for most of us, a large part of our day uh, is spent in stories that don't serve what we really want. Instead, it's spent in various uh, living various stories that when you look back at the end of the day and you 're retelling yourself instead of having a sense of gratitude and accomplishment for the day you 'll have a bit of frustration and a feeling as if basically the universe slapped you around all day that 's because instead of looking back at a day of successes you 'll be looking back at a day of excuses now. In order to learn to let go of these excuses, it's important to start noticing them as you're telling yourself them. Because what happens is really we walk around all day telling ourselves one of two types of stories about any event that comes up. We either tell ourselves a creator-producer-owner type of story, which is courageous, it's heroic, it takes risks, it uh, goes on adventures uh it unfolds new aspects of you or it can be more of a victim story in which things came up you were underprepared you were overwhelmed you were angry you were defeated you resigned you conformed and possibly even you rebelled none of those is success none of those is a win uh the goal is to spend as much of your day as possible doing the things that, at the end of the day, will result in a sense of, again, satisfaction, completion, achievement, and just the ability to uh, rest uh, in a fulfilled state, possibly tired, but with a feeling as if this day has moved you forward. Now, in order to uh, begin to have more of those types of days... You want to uh, have an understanding of what it is, what the steps are. And they're super, super simple steps. Most of us don't do them. Here's the thing. We make excuses instead. <laughs> so the irony of the process of getting rid of excuses is that you have to recognize when you're making excuses about your excuses okay so the opposite of making excuses is setting clear goals getting clear on what it is you want out of life out of relationships out of an investment of energy an investment of time an investment of attention Um. getting clear on what you want and getting clear of on when you want it by um, now once you've gotten clarity on what it is you want and when you want it by, you want to know why you want it. Okay, now, uh, I'll give you a simple example if I'm sitting on the couch in the living room watching TV and I get thirsty, then I'll be like, Well, I want to go get a drink of water or juice, whichever you know. I mean, the water is healthier, but I'm not judging, uh, so. At that point, you decide, what do I want? I want to not be thirsty anymore. I want to be in a state of not thirst, uh, you know, a satisfied, relaxed state. Um, so the second question becomes, well, when do I want it? And depending, you know, usually then you do a self-check. How thirsty am I? How much longer do I want to hold out? Is there something of higher priority? You know, um is this show that I'm watching right now uh, super interesting where I want to hold out a bit? Um, you know, is this couch super comfortable where I want to spend a couple more minutes and I'm not that thirsty yet, so I'm going to let it build up? Now, when those questions start to come up as you get clarity on what it is that you want, the next step is to get clear on where you are now relative to that, Okay. Now, where you are now, I'm not just talking geographically. It's in this, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm thirsty, okay? It works in that example, but often you want to go deeper. You want to start thinking about things like, uh, in the in the thirst example, you want to start thinking, okay, uh, I'm sitting on this couch. I'm this far from the fridge. I uh, know that there's this in the fridge. This the current state of affairs. I know that that lets me know when I make the walk to the fridge, these are my choices. Uh, And then you start thinking about um, which of those choices is more appealing. You know, you you literally have to start um, thinking about yourself in the satisfied state. And we do this a lot with things that we've done frequently uh, because we believe we can do them. I believe I can get up out of the chair. I believe I can walk across the room. I believe I can open the fridge door. I believe I can look around in the fridge and see if the thing that I imagined is there. I believe that I can tolerate the disappointment if it turns out that someone beat me to it and drank up all the good stuff that I wanted in the fridge. I believe that I can come up with another plan of action. Now, these are all beliefs. These are the things that are in my mind. Now, beyond that, There are a set of other mindset elements like, what do I want? What are my values? Okay? What do I value? Now, this takes me to thinking back about the fridge again. And as I'm imagining what's in it, I might be like, okay, I prefer water now. In this moment, in this moment, I value water. As opposed to going to the fridge and, uh, you know, while I'm there grabbing a handful of whatever I happen to run into before the water. Uh, another aspect is, uh, what do I, what are my principles in terms of obtaining that goal in terms of getting what I want? Because one of the key traps is often we can be expedient, but at the expense of our moral compass. Yeah. I can decide on the couch that I don't feel like getting up and I want to, uh, interrupt one of my kids from whatever it is they're doing like parents used to do back in the day you know call you in the room to get the remote to change the channel on the tv so i can decide that uh i can antagonize my son down the hall and be like hey mj uh you know without much consideration of what he's doing just with a bit of sense of entitlement and say hey can you uh get me some water and that will interrupt his game although he's not thirsty and then he'll come up and he'll get me the water, and the water will show up there. That's one set of principles, depending on the degree to which I want to uh impose my needs or my desires on someone else and their process of goal fulfillment um, Other principles might include uh whether in the midst of being thirsty, I think to myself also, well this week I decided that I was going to uh, cut back my sugar intake, So it's not going to be juice this trip. So in the midst of that thought, then I'm like, okay, what are my other options? Do I have water in the fridge? Yes, I have water in the fridge. Uh, it's good filtered water. It's delicious. It's refreshing. Uh, see, now all that is preparing me to get up and do the task. And there's all kind of studies on this. There's Uh, Some of the studies in persuasion uh, use models like what's called an elaboration likelihood model, Uh, your likelihood to think through the details, to actually think through some possible plans, to think through some options, and to move in that direction. Uh, There's theory of planned action, where by thinking through the steps of getting what you want, you're more likely to get it. Um, There's there's a bunch of other theories and stuff if you want to geek about it, but really in the end... You keep it simple, (laughs) okay? There's something you want. You don't have it now. There's a state you're in now, and from that state, there are certain steps you're going to want and need to take in order, in the service of getting that goal, okay? Now, those steps, anything that you're doing that is not in alignment with steps that you believe are leading to that goal is setting up for stories of excuses later. Any stories that you tell yourself about events along the way to that goal that lead you to either decide to not pursue it now or even to resign that that goal is not for you or that you're not worthy of it or that you don't deserve it. And That includes attracting people into your circle who sabotage your desired outcome. That includes uh, using the resources that, as you thought about getting the goal, came to mind as things you need to finish it. So, for example, if in the process of um, deciding to uh, go get the drink of water, you get distracted by something on the TV... And you find yourself more thirsty. You forget about it. You've distracted yourself away from the goal. And then a little while later, you're more thirsty and you're more irritated. That That's the pattern. That sets up on one level the pattern of falling into the excuses. Now, here's something even more deep. Excuses beget other excuses about why you made the excuse. Because a lot of times we don't want to face the truth of where we are uh, in our... Beliefs in our attitudes, in our habits, in our sense of uh, power in the world, and so it's much easier to blame someone else outside of ourselves. Oh, I would have got the water. I would have got my water, but then you turn to something really good on the TV. You've projected and given up your power in in that moment to do something to change your state. Um, if you choose to do something else, that uh, if you get into an argument with someone on your way to the fridge. And it results in you not getting your water. That's, (laughs) you know, later on, that's a story that we'll read as an excuse. If you get to the fridge and you find that someone beat you to your water and instead of moving to the next set of solutions to get the water, which was what you really wanted, instead you get caught up in uh, blaming them and just getting angry uh, disproportionately disproportionately yeah that's the word you get angry disproportionately to um the level of the problem you know you get mad at them you think about the fact that they do this all the time you're sick and tired of it happening uh you pull back you don't even know why you chose this roommate or uh if it's a spouse you you start pulling up stories of the things they've done all week that have upset you all those are excuses stacking on top of excuses moving you away from what you want. They introduce drama, they introduce stories that disempower you, and they introduce uh in the long run a sense of decreased ambition, decreased desire for uh pursuing the things that you want okay um, There are tons of other examples, but the point remains that. If you choose to fall into the stories of the excuses, if you choose to believe them, they're endless loops. One will lead to another, will support another, will connect to another, will result in an emotion that reminds you of something else, and then you can fall into that, and that could be an excuse. But the bottom line is, anytime you catch yourself making an excuse, anytime you catch yourself not on the path to what it is that you decided you were going to do in this moment... You want to evaluate that and see if it's a valid reason. Uh, often it's uh, something life and death, and not really often, occasionally. I, I, I misspoke there, absolutely. Occasionally, it'll be something uh, life and death related where you need to handle that first before you get that drink of water, you know? If the house is on fire and you're thirsty, I would say get out of the house first and you could probably get some water later when you're not rotisserie Um What happens, though, is often we use that level of amplification, that level of distortion to something minor, and we end up, instead of getting what we want, which is something really simple, which involves some simple steps, getting clear on what you want, getting clear on where you are relative to what you want, and letting your unconscious mind come up with a few options and choosing one and trying it and seeing if it works. Or, if it's something you've done before, deciding you want it, deciding where you are now and checking your memory to see what has served you well in the past in the interest of getting there or what has almost gotten you there in the past that you believe would be the, the uh, strategy to use this time on your path to um, getting it done. Now, um. yeah, I think that covers all of it. <laughs> Now, the reason I decided to call the first podcast No Excuses is, in my personal story, uh, it's been a long road to this podcast. Uh, I spent over a year doing, uh, well, spent over three years doing audio and video on Facebook, doing Facebook Lives, because those were interesting, uh, and I'm not saying that, um, I was using it as as an excuse, but I knew that in the end that there's a specific set of steps that I intended to and um, needed to, in my current mental model, take in order to get a desired outcome. The desired outcome is to uh, find a place in which I can clearly express some of these ideas that I've had in a way that you can get them when you want them. Now, Facebook was not serving that purpose. It was uh, serving the purpose of allowing me to um, express the ideas. And then it was um, rewarding me with some, some goods on the short end. Because in that moment, friends would drop by. They would give me plus ones. They would give me some hearts and whatever. And that feels good in the moment. But what I wanted was a platform, a space in which you can come through look through all these different ideas in a relatively well-organized way and see which ones serve the need that you have in the moment. Because my intention is to, um, again, this is more of what I want. My intention is to uh, increasingly bring some friends on here, interview them uh, on this platform and bring you their ideas. You know, specifically, the favorite ideas of mine, what I enjoy the most is people who've done awesome stuff, them telling me how they managed to pull it off. Um, The irony of me making excuses in the process of reaching that goal, right? Um, So, the reason I, again, the reason I decided to call this first episode No Excuses is that I decided to jump in. Uh, I asked one of my mentors for the fastest path to creating this podcast uh, this episode is recorded on a tool called Anchor Which my uh, one of my mentors, Sean Miller uh, Was kind enough to suggest And I decided to jump on now, there's certain things that need to be done to increase, the, uh, improve the quality of your experience. Uh, there's better microphones getting ordered, uh, from time to time I might drop by the studio and record some, you know, in a space where the sound is fantastic, but by and large, what's going to happen is I'm going to hop on with a friend who I know has done something awesome, ask them a ton of questions while recording it, and then push it to this podcast so y'all can hear what's going on in the trenches of people who are doing awesome stuff. Um... Uh, Sometimes I might just go into a back room, a noisy back room, uh, at an event and snatch someone away for five to 10 minutes and ask them a few questions. Sound quality is going to be mad on that, but you're going to get the information. Uh, so expect the quality of these to continue to improve in terms of, excuse me, quality of content, uh, quality of sound, um, quality of ideas, um. All these things will lead to more value. But my focus, my desire is to bring you guys the best information that I can come across, that I believe in, that works for me, that has worked for someone else to get what it is that you want. And the first step to getting what you want is plowing through those excuses, realizing their excuses, making a decision that what you want is worth it that you truly want it, that you believe you can have it. If you don't believe you can have it, figuring out what excuses and stories are keeping you from believing you can have it. To get clear on where you are now, how far the two are apart, and really letting the universe bring you opportunities once you've developed that clarity so that you can take the right steps to get what you want. That's it. So, thank you for joining me in Asylum. If you're enjoying these episodes uh, Share them with your friends uh, Send me emails uh, Right now the email I'm using As I'm setting up the AsylumAwaits.com domain uh, Which is not up yet So don't go yet The <laughs> uh, no, thing is If you're listening to this episode later It might be up by then I'm expecting to get it up In the next few weeks But the first goal is to get these ideas, this core set of ideas in here so you can access them. If you have questions about ideas or you want to uh, dig deeper into some of them, uh, make some suggestions for ideas or suggestions for people who you'd love to hear from, then send me a message email at Manny spelled M-A-N-I dot St. Victor spelled as S-A-I-N-T V-I-C-T-O-R at gmail.com that email will serve you great uh, until I set up the Asylum Awaits email alright, thanks for joining me in Asylum it's Dr. Manny, I'm out